0: You are now listening to the OK Zuma podcast by Ethan Castro. Daniel,
1: what's going on? How's it going? What's up? What's up? I am chilling. Uh, that's my usual state, so, you know, everything's <laughs> going good. That's your usual state. Anything else is abnormal? Yeah, if, if I'm not chilling, then
0: there's probably something going on that day. Oh, uh, I can see. I see. I see. So, Daniel, I know you've been writing a book. You want to tell our audience about, uh, well, I don't want to give too much away. Am I allowed to speak about this? Yeah, a little bit. All right, uh, you want to give us a little insight into what's going on right there?
1: Well, uh, so pretty much I am uh, writing a book, like Ethan says, uh, going a bit into uh, the ideologies that are pervading the mainstream culture right now, and why certain groups are more susceptible to falling for that ideology than other cultures. I address I the societal factors that that leads to that occurrence and why it may be dangerous for them to wholeheartedly believe in ideology set in the book.
0: Thank you. Thank you for not sugarcoating it, but not canceling me. Thank you for that yeah. awesome little details so what have you been doing lately i know you got hybrid because i see you in school so you want to give us a little the inside of how it is to be a student at the brooklyn technical high school as if it's prestigious and how it is online and in person well first off um
1: I've, i've kind of started seeing my days into production and consumer days and so in that way, mm. I can be the most productive that I can. So pretty much if I, I don't know, if I've been on YouTube for too long or I've I've been consuming consuming stuff, right? So whether that okay. would be YouTube or playing video games, I'll call that a consumer day. That's not a, a, a good day in my eyes. But if I am, uh, let's say, working on a book or, uh, getting getting things done that contribute that is contributing c- contributing to society. Then yeah. that's a productive day. I, I make I'm producing something, which is which every day every day I want I want every day to be a a production day. Obviously yeah. we have our highs and lows, but that is a goal that I'm trying to maintain to continue to contribute
0: to society. someday every day. What inspired you to be this producer is it uh did something happen did you was it information you were privy to or was it just a cocktail of videos you experienced over quarantine um, i think it's
1: i think this type of attitude just arise out of my
0: parents maybe out
1: of well yes obviously well you know when it parenting and and, you know, learning information about uh, how to be more, how to be successful definitely have a role to play. Mm-hmm. I, I feel as though this, 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 uh, this idea of producing versus being a consumer has arisen out of the combination of all the, the, the lessons I've learned about uh, from capitalism to,
0: uh, you know, how to be successful. I see. I see. I I got a little taste of that because I started to realize how selfish it is to be smart and have all this information in your head and not share it. And I was like, so what am I going to do with the fact that I know how the body works? What am I going to do with the fact that I know a little bit of business? And I was like, oh, let me start doing these other things that can help other people. Because you, you know, you're not fulfilled with what you know, if it's just like sitting in your head, it's like, I know some people are, and like they're like, I know a lot, and they, they're good at trivia. But some of those people could do great things, and I, I I really like what you're doing. While you were speaking, I was coming up with this uh, crazy idea. Would you consider it like calories almost, like consuming? Like YouTube entertainment is like calories, and then productivity is like burning it off? That's a, That's an interesting proposition. No, I haven't thought of it
1: like that. But that's an interesting way to think about it. That's a definitely yeah. You could definitely, if you want to, uh, consider consuming, uh, consuming, be, uh, you know, that's eating up calories and, then, yeah. uh, you know, uh, producing, burning it off. But yeah, I, I haven't thought of that. That's an interesting, interesting t- contention.
0: That's that's nice. Would you? What would you consider today? Are you at a surplus? Thinking out of well, school because I know you have little choice in what you do in school <laughs> well
1: I, yeah I think I think today was was uh, a surplus I uh, was reading a bit into Sandy Hook and moral naturalism and I read a bit more uh, on the book that I'm reading I have to read a ton of books uh, predetermined List List by them. me in order to, to have more more research to, to yeah, to finish more research and and writing the book. So,
0: share uh, a few books that you think maybe someone could just pick up. Which one do you think would be most applicable and most useful to a kid in a random hallway at Brooklyn Tech?
1: Well, I I, I feel as though though people at Brooklyn Tech need self help books, so probably yeah. a book like Twelve Rules for Life would be better uh, mm. for 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 those for those. For uh, those people, uh, the books I'm I'm reading more has to do with philosophy, ideologies, and in a, a bit more of history. Those are yeah. probably things that not the the typical Brooklyn Tech student may not find extreme enjoyment in, considering yeah. a, a large portion of them are you know uh, math driven, uh, engineering driven. But uh, I think self help books would be help- helpful. I think a book like explaining postmodernism, right? Because in our political climate it seems that nobody can get away from how political uh everything may be. You know, you could be in a math class mm. and still have your teacher talk about <laughs> politics. Uh, uh definitely not referencing today, but <laughs> uh yeah, so uh I think explaining postmodernism does a great job as to which ideologies you need to be avoiding, especially uh namely postmodernism. Uh mm-hmm. And so uh, I think those are the two main books I
0: would uh, suggest uh, Brooklyn Tech students read. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I wouldn't necessarily say avoiding rather than limiting because you have to understand why they are believing what they believe. I, what, what do you mean
1: by limiting?
0: So, instead of, oh, like, being, like, all indulged in it and reading books in it, just rather have, like, a base understanding. Like, having a base understanding of math is knowing uh, subtraction, addition, and multiplication. It's like just having a base understanding. You don't need to know the complete history behind it. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. To,
1: yeah. I, I feel as though explaining postmodernism, it's, it's, it is a harder read. Like, you, you – you, I think the the level of reading for for explaining postmodernism is, is quite up there, but – it is very informative, and if you want to, I, I mean, you only re- ne- really need to read the first three chapters to really understand postmodernism. The last three uh, goes a bit through history and why it's applied into mainstream today. Uh, but I mean, if if you if you want to, I, it's way better than uh, trying to figure out what it what it is on social media, especially mm-hmm. since social media is one of the uh, one of the platforms that are actually spreading postmodernism in, in, in certain ways, but you know, the, I mean, that's why, I mean, I, I would still suggest explaining postmodernism, even though you may not want to understand postmodernism and the in and outs of postmodernism.
0: I think, you, you know, reading a few chapters would be good enough. Can you give our audience a one sentence answer on what is postmodernism? Oof, one Take sentence. Take your time. Take that, your time. Is, that is. Or two sentences, in, whatever you could fit.
1: Um, I say if, if I were to explain postmodernism as quickly as possible, I think just saying that postmodernism sets its essentials up as opposition to modern philosophy, uh, mm. is a good sentence and it is an alarming sentence because, uh, obj- things like objectivity, uh, yeah. you know, reason, uh, science, individualism. All of these are so baked into our society that they're second nature. And, and people seem to now think that it's always been like that. People, people, have been, people have been always, has always been treated, have always been treated as individuals. But that is not true. Mm. There's the, the, what we see today, what, what we see uh, the world uh, being so successful, that is relatively new. Uh, especially uh, when you look at science and a grand, not science, yeah. history and a grand scheme. This, this, this period of successes is, is really new.
0: Mm-hmm. So what would you say to the kids that are listening to this and they're like, damn, Daniel, how did you get started on that book? What do you say to them? How did they get started on something they've been looking at? Let's say, let's say their parents are like, do SAT, do SAT. And let's say they are doing SAT, but they got free time and they don't want to be a consumer. What what do you think they should do? What's a good start for them? Books, courses, YouTube series? Well, if you don't have any projects
1: to do, I'd I'd really advise reading. Uh this generation has definitely in a generation before millennials. Uh I I I I need empirical evidence to to back it up, but I definitely know from anecdotal evidence that uh people do not have an interest in reading and and as as a matter of fact they actually brag about reading so little uh like oh, <laughs> it's daniel, like up like it yeah like they, they say oh daniel the last time i read a book was in middle middle school like <laughs> i don't think that's a good a good thing chief Uh so i th- i'd say if if you don't have any projects to work on read a book because it's is better than then scrolling on social media, you're definitely not gonna get anything useful out of out of scrolling through social media. If you read a book, you 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 learn something new, whether it's financing and finances, you know, uh, learning how to invest, or maybe in a in the political sphere. You can learn about uh not only postmodernism but political philosophy, what is justice, right? Mm-hmm. You can learn about uh you can learn about different I different positions for different uh debates. Uh you get and uh you, 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 you can learn you can learn about so many different things from picking up a book and because the book is extremely specific about yeah. what topic it's probably covering then you will you will learn a lot for such a for a
0: topic that you didn't believe existed and what if they say daniel i watch youtube every day why do i have to read YouTube's the same thing what would you say well, in, in a sense, YouTube is the same thing as reading books, or similar to reading
1: books. Uh, I say that YouTube is an introductory course, and then reading book is a reading books is a main dish. So, uh, and also that obviously it depends on what you you are watching on YouTube. First of all, if you're yeah. watching, I don't know, uh, prank videos. Yeah, like prank videos. You you are probably not going to get anything useful out of that. But if you are watching. Uh, introduction to stock market, right? Mm. Because the investors may not share what stocks they are investing in. They may not share their 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 secret tactics, but they will tell you like how the stock market works, yeah. how the stock market works. So uh, they're not trying to
0: scam you. Me. Can, they're not trying to get money off of you.
1: So you can you can watch uh, a a ten minute video on the introduction of the stock market, and then you can put, pick up an investing book. All right. And the, and the book will be the
0: main course to the YouTube video. Yeah. All right. I would say personally, what I would say to the kids that say, hey, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Why do I have to read? You could listen to YouTube videos passively and not even know it. you could be looking at the screen and not paying attention. Your mind just somewhere else. But your eyes are connected to your brain. Your eyes are literally your brain. Your, your, when you're being when you're in the womb, your eyes are pushed out of your brain. So it's hard to read passively. And when you do read passively, you catch yourself and you go back. When you watch YouTube passively, you're like, oh, well, there's a billion more videos on there. And I just feel like reading, I, I hated reading. I hated reading six months ago. That, that's so soon, so recent. And then my dad was like forcing me to read books. And then, of course, that's the whole thing. of Like they force you to read this book. And you're like, no, I'm original. Let me get my own book. So, of course, I had to have that diva moment. And then, so I started watching a little Jordan Peterson. So I bought his book, 12 Rules for Life. And man, was an amazing book. That was a great book. It's one of those books that you can't like quote it directly, but like it changes the way you think, the way you compare things, the way you process things. I've read Think and Grow Rich. This was a, oh my God, so bright. Think and Grow Rich. It was an amazing book. It was very inspirational. And it, uh, it showed you, it was inspirational in the sense that Not like encouraging you to do it, but showing you you can do it, and there are ways, and it makes it simple. But simple things can be hard. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: I think that I think what makes Twelve Roots for Life, and I and I'm still reading it. I'm actually reading two books at the same time. Uh, Yeah, so I can uh, uh, you know get get as much information in as possible. I'm reading Twelve Roots for Life, and I'm finishing up Expensive Positives. So um, I. So far, what I've read from 12 Years for Life, I, I really enjoy the different viewpoint that Jordan Peterson provides to the table because I constantly see uh, what's going on in, politically uh, yeah. in, in, in two different lenses. I, the, the more common lens, the most common lens would be uh, uh, in a political way, yeah. uh, the, the straight policy. Uh, the second way would be philosophically. That's 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 the second domain that I I find myself. I wouldn't say I am an expert at it yet, but of I course. I am really good at uh, taking the philosophical argumentation out of uh, political policies. Uh, yeah. But what Jordan Peterson provides, he provides a psychological perspective mm. to to what's going on, which is it, which is interesting to me because. That is a a lens, that is a viewpoint that I rarely see. And it's it is an interesting perspective, you know, going through archetypes, the way uh the human brain functions, uh and how that relates to what is going on. I believe that it is it is it is really interesting seeing it in that light. I I, I usually don't see it in that in that light.
0: Yeah, and like books or something else, man. I just feel like I used to watch so many YouTube videos. Like, I feel like I watched 200 YouTube videos and didn't even learn anywhere near as much as I did in Think and Grow Rich. And I know there's books with so much more substance. So I can't, I can't even, like, give you the exact reason why, the exact formula for why you learn more, but you just do, man. And then you get, like, these moments of awe and eureka that you don't get when watching a YouTube video. Can you hear me, Daniel? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, yeah. And so, man, reading is awesome. Even if it's just Daniel, what would you suggest if someone's like, man, I got this book. Uh, I always get discouraged if I don't finish it within a month. What do you suggest for them? Ten pages a day. Knock it all out in one shot. What do you do? So I actually I.
1: For me, I have to to read books a bit faster just because I I'm, I'm, I'm on a I'm on a timeline. High performer. I have, to, yeah, I have to finish the the project that I'm working on at a yeah. cer- before a certain time, and so uh, personally, if you're trying to read books faster, because that's what I'm doing, uh, uh, make sure first make sure you actually understand the material, and that's why I actually take notes on the like on the laptop while I'm reading it. I highlight and then I type in important information per page, uh, just so that like I'm not skimming the book. And not really understanding, and now I, I don't know what I'm really talking about. That's that's the first step if you're gonna read books faster. Uh, the, the the second step is a uh, to to know when to end a book, when when you when you want to end a book. So let's say you wanted to end a a a 200 page book ten days from now. Now you know, all right, 200 divided by 10, whatever that it may be, that's two, 20 pages. You read 20 pages a day until you reach 200. Uh, usually, if, if it takes you, usually it should take one, two weeks, right? Because uh, this, let's assume that your reading is not like your primary, the primary uh, action that you Focus. are taking. Yeah, you're taking, you're you're being a part of, right? You have school, maybe you have work, uh, maybe you have a part-time job after school, or maybe, you, you know, people, people have, have lives and I, I don't assume them to have their heads in a book uh the whole time if you're if you're if you are not trying to finish a book as fast as possible don't get this sc- did right. I cut off
0: all right guys we like that real quick daniel continue if you want
1: oh shoot. All, right, all right so uh so if, if you're reading a book all right and you're not trying to go as fast as possible like i am right so you don't, you don't necessarily have to go with the, all right, uh, this book is 200 pages. I want to finish it in 10. Now I have a quota of 20 pages per per day. It, I, if you have other hobbies or if, you know, you have school or work, or even if you have a part-time job after school, you may not be reading. Uh, you may not be reading as much or as fast. Yeah. Uh, so if it takes two weeks, I, I say around two weeks should be uh, when you finish uh, uh, a book. But don't yeah. be discouraged if it takes you a
0: month. Just make sure you do not spend – you don't read it forever. And then this, this this is my tip. So don't confine yourself so much because when you miss a day, you're going to be off track and you're going to be discouraged. It's like going around a corner too fast. You're going to just get thrown off. And then I would say, like, your words shape what your thoughts are. You're like, I got to finish this book within a week. Don't just, like, skim through the pages and act like you're being forced to do it. Because you're, you're so it's just your brain's just going to treat it like a school assignment, just something that's passive and that you don't really have to do. So you should just try to like comprehend the book and within a week. And I, I know that's a terrible definition because I've read books in which I told myself I'm going to finish this book within a week. And sometimes I just I forgot what I read just because I was rushing through it because i was racing against the clock when there was no clock when it was just a stopwatch and
1: just, i think that been, the bottom line is just like make sure you make sure you read at a good pace or you're not spending forever reading the book but make sure you read at a pace where you actually understand what's being read yeah even if it I takes think that's you five
0: minutes a page bro when i read the jordan peterson book i was like what am i reading i had to read it like three times each page
1: yeah yeah definitely and for me, especially with, with books like Jordan Peterson, and that's why I mean I, I I really enjoy these types of books. I I always make connections back to to real world, the real world, the mm-hmm. reality that we live in, and that's how yeah. you definitely know if you're if you're understanding a book if you start making connections to your own life or the society at large that you are living in. Uh, so like I would I would finish a a page in a minute, but like I spend like five minutes. Thinking about how this applies, uh, how I see it. In it's like hands-on.
0: That's like the version yeah. of being hands-on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so it, it may take me even longer to finish the book, but I'm happy. I, I'm way more happy with with when I'm done with the book because I I have I've kind of gone through everything in a, in a way where I I truly understand it because now I can like well, if I'm having a conversation, I can say, well, I read in uh this book, you know. These ideas,
0: and you know, it, it just makes it makes for a better conversation. And I, I got some motivational tips for y'all. So when you're when your brain when you're getting uncomfortable after reading for so long, you trigger your neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity is what helps you learn. At this age, we are we're like under 25. Not like we are under 25. Unless you're listening to this, if you're over, then I also have a tip for that too. We have like natural testosterone. We have natural steroids in our body for men. And, like, all of us, our neuroplasticity is crazy. We could learn so much right now. And then we're going to wind up regretting it later on. So don't – I have a hard time with this, too. I I posted something the other day, some quotes that helped me when, like, I catch myself on social media too much because I know how much I can do. And not just me because I'm special, but at my age, the neuroplasticity that I have, the fact that I'm in Brooklyn Tech, the fact that I live in America. That was just a little exaggerated rant. But here from – this is from Epictetus. From this instant on, vow to stop disappointing yourself. Separate yourself from the mob. Decide to be extraordinary, and do what you need to do now. Man, y'all know I don't do that every time. Y'all know I disappoint myself twenty four seven. But sometimes, even if you catch yourself when you had been on social media for ten more minutes, that ten minutes is valuable. And I, yeah, continue. I think that I
1: think what I think a habit that stem from that that idea that you you probably want to incorporate is. If you can get it done in two minutes, do it now, right? Yeah. So, a uh, well, well, a lot of people tend to to end up falling into the habit of, let's say, you wake up in the morning, getting up literally takes zero seconds, right? Getting off your bed, but instead, people think, well, I'm gonna get off my bed in ten minutes, and they 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 open up their Instagram and start scrolling, or washing their dishes, right? Washing the dishes six five minutes, maybe ten minutes. It depends on how many dishes. The, the thought and of it sink. takes
0: longer than doing it. Right.
1: That. Yeah. And, and and you're sitting down thinking, ah oh, do show do wash the dishes, right? Don't even well, think about it. Wash it. your dishes. Because because this that if you do it and you get used to that, it starts to, to flow into bigger projects. Right. So now once it's once you once you uh want to uh work on a book, right? You're not gonna sit there and 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 start you know oh, man and, you know like a book is it's, it's kind of big you you just start doing it you start planning out how to do it so it actually leaks into bigger projects so yeah today today if you're walking around your house right and you see the floor is a bit dirty broom the house don't think about it wash the dishes don't think about it get get out of bed right stop thinking about it do your homework right. You're probably yeah. on social media. Your homework is right there. Your laptop is open in front of you. Instead of doing your homework, you're like, yeah, man, you know, man. I Nike like tried.
0: Nike you know tried. I mean? just, just do, do it. it. Do it. Yeah. Just, just literally do it. And then, like, I posted this the other day on one of my rants on social media. Your brain is telling you, your brain wants you, part of your brain wants you to be monkey and wants you to procreate and survive and not thrive. And part of your brain knows what's the right thing to do. And so when you're like, I should wash dishes right now, you should wash dishes. You don't yes. get nervous when you do the right thing. You don't get nervous when the teacher's getting mad at you if you did the right thing. You get nervous when you did the wrong thing. Jokes are offensive when they're a little bit true. Like, if, yeah. I, t- yeah, if I tell you, Daniel, dang, Dan you got a zero in this class. You're like, haha, whatever. But if I tell you, Daniel, you got a 73? Daniel, 73? You're more offended.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. And you Definitely. have to be precise for your words. Jordan Peterson talks about this. You can't just be like, this is just a random example that they use. It's like, I'm sad. Are you sad? Are you disappointed? What are you really? Because then you're going to influence your mind to think, think different thoughts. And sometimes your mind comes up with a solution if you're thinking the right thoughts and you have to set your, you have to hack your brain into being as helpful as possible because we're not in as much control as we think. We're on autopilot half the day. Well, not even half the day. Like, a large majority of the day, wake up, brush our teeth, go on our phone. Now phones are autopilot. Before you were like, oh, you know what? What am I going to open today? Instagram. Whoa, he posted a new thing. I know y'all are scrolling through and seeing the same posts. (laughs) I'd be catching myself too.
1: Yeah, definitely. It it has become autopilot. And and essentially what social media companies, and not only social media companies, but the major corporations in America, they've they've kind of – American Americans in a in in a in a place where where they're they're not doing anything to, to benefit their own lives mm-hmm. I mean they're they they've almost successfully gotten huge droves of Americans to to be under their will through autopilot through addictive yeah. measures uh which is I mean it's not fair it it is yeah it, is, it isn't fair it sucks and we you know, we have to, to fight back against that. It's
0: like, they, they, in, in some people's minds, are like, oh, these people are stupid for falling for it. And you just got to assume that people don't know. You just got to assume that people aren't pushing other people. If no one pushed and, me, if my dad didn't push me and force me to read, I wouldn't be reading. It's like, I need it too. And, and
1: that and, and it goes back to the idea that in, in the beginning of the podcast, I, I'm actually happy we kind of went full circle here about if you know something, you should probably share it with your friends,
0: right? You should probably don't, share it with... Don't, like, share, like, thoughts that you're going to regret tomorrow. Like, if it's, like, reasonable mm-hmm. and it'll help the other person, share Yeah, but it,
1: obviously, co- 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 constructive criticism, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So, if, if you know how to be more successful in the day, a day than your friend, and you're holding it back, you're not doing a service to society, Mm-mm. right? And, and you... For example, for for your your case specifically, Ethan, you've been able to, to share your your knowledge in, in the form of different companies and, and different programs that you're, you. you're starting.
0: Yeah, and it's just, I feel like we all could teach somebody else something. If we realize that, we'll all be so confident. You're, most people are not confident when they think they're taking more than they're giving. It's like, you're not confident if you're talking to somebody else and the other guy's like talking to you, talking to you, you have nothing else to say. And it's like, we all have something else to teach other people. and I know me and you I'm, not, I'm just assuming you, but sometimes we're like, oh, we, we have like this thought like we're not going to get anything from this. Like this person has nothing to teach us. And it's like you can't kind of, they do. you just have to assume they do. And the people that are a little insecure about it, you have to know that you have something to teach them. and if they don't want to learn, that's on them. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the the, the
1: traps that are easily fall in, Especially since I've I've been way more knowledgeable than I than I've been in ever before, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that I, I kind of I kind of fall into uh, some sort of confirmation bias when yeah. when somebody starts uh, uh you know making arguments for for you know a position that I do not take uh, yeah. maybe I you know I, I I I catch myself and I have to say wait Dana they might have something. Uh, a point of value that you can uh, maybe refute or you can expand on yeah. and uh, you know and, and that's a problem with with people today. they they think that they know everything and they're arrogant even 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 though they they, they may not know something that you know uh, the person that they're debating they may not know something that they' the person that they're debating uh, know.
0: And oh, I also it. think it comes from a little bit of insecurity. I don't think everyone would be like that if they were completely set in stone in their view. Uh, that's why a lot of people, when other people are bullying people, they assume the bully's insecure because the bully's wrestling with that issue. And it's like you shut people down, not you, people shut people down in the conversation when they feel like it could be on either side. It's like, let's say the opposite viewpoint of me is having a good point. I'm going to get really fired up, I'm going to get really angry. Cause I got a good point and they're testing the limits
1: and yeah, they're exactly. pushing
0: me. Exactly. And you and don't have I, to be open-minded and expect them to change your mind or let your mind fall out, but be a little open-minded. I think that's, I think that's a bit of an interesting, an uh, interesting
1: point, especially in my case, especially being in the law society major. I do have a, a few views. I lean towards the right, but since every single day I encounter arguments uh, that that are left- leaning mm-hmm. uh, I I constantly have to go home and and, and think why well, you know me, uh you know my teacher may have a point or my 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 fellow classmate has a point here maybe yeah. I should reconsider this you know uh, Like, for example uh, talking about like we, we were talking about firearms uh, the other day mm-hmm. and and I I made I made the point uh, that you know if if just because you remove you you remove guns from people doesn't doesn't mean that the world will become a better place and five people will find other measures or uh, other methods yeah. uh, to to harm others and to that uh, which which my teacher responded to with, well, gun violence will decrease uh, but yeah, obviously it will. Uh, and I, I found myself this morning uh, just thinking like automatically a rebuttal came up to me, uh, about that, uh, like again, right? Are are you trying to solve gun violence specifically, or are you trying to uh, reduce violence in general, right? Yeah. That could have been a, a question that I could have asked my teacher. So, always try to in, indulge yourself in in the opposition's arguments arguments in order for your arguments yeah. to to strengthen. Themselves. You'll, you'll be and, more confident. And that, and that is something that many people are missing. They're they're yeah. missing it. Instead, they 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 would rather uh they arrive, they're rather uh being in their own echo chambers and then when somebody w- with a differing opinion comes up to them they feel offended for some reason uh mm-hmm. which is which is uh i mean absolutely crazy to me uh how you 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 hear somebody else with a different opinion and you you do not get curious as to why they think that way and, but that, that the majority of americans if you uh, the, the majority of americans feel as though where they stand is the is correct. good it's correct but that's right we wouldn't have politics if there was a good answer and a wrong answer
0: and i would say when people feel offended it's their belief is under attack their belief is being challenged and they don't like that they don't like the confusion that it entails cuz their brain knows if you change your mind and you've been believing this for years you're gonna have not existential crisis. That's a little exaggerated, but a little bit like, oh, was I believing is a lie? Was the last four years of my life a lie? And people want to prevent that.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think that people, people, uh, a pro- yeah, re- relating to that, a problem with Americans today is as they they tend to think they tend to associate their ideas with them. So if I'm mm-hmm. attacking your idea, they they automatically assume that I'm attacking yeah. them as a person. Uh, which obviously, no, how, how will the marketplace of the ideas operate if we associate ideas with the person? Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, huge, dro- huge droves of American Americans now think that, well, if I disagree with you on whether we should have Medicare for all or not, well, I, I'm, not only a, I'm not only attacking you, but for some reason I hate people who can't afford health care. No, I just think that people should, you know, I think we should, I think uh, we can make Medicare or not Medicare, healthcare affordable for people in a different
0: way. Yeah. And like what we, we were talking about this before, and it was regarding different viewpoints and hanging out with different people and speaking with different people. There's like and like an osmosis and thought, like a diffusion. Like I know like how you see all these like Instagram posts Warren Buffett said, you're the average of your five friends. And you're like, wait, hold on. What if I don't have five cool friends? What if my school doesn't have five cool high achievers? What, what if there isn't five Daniels? Then I would just say, like, try, man. Be, be the Daniel in your group. Be the high performer in your group. Hang out with other people that have different viewpoints or have or at a different place that you want to be someday. Maybe you're maybe you don't like reading right now, but you want to like reading. I know there's a lot of people like that. I used to be like that. But I, I can't focus, but I want to focus. So maybe you just gotta talk with Daniel. Even if you guys don't talk about something, you get get a little glimpse into his mind and how he thinks and how he operates. And sometimes there's a one-liner that strikes you. Like sometimes I'll read something and be like, Whoa. That's just like sometimes I'll read something, and it'll change the way I act entirely. And yeah. that's just crazy.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the whole the whole act of reading is it's kind of it, it kind of pushes the notion that, yeah, you know. Like I may not know a lot of the a lot in this topic, so I'm going to read uh, the works of somebody else in order to learn more about that topic. Mm. The, the the spirit of reading is, in a way, the spirit of of, of intellectual conversation, yeah. right? Except you're not speaking with somebody face to face. You are when you when you open a book, you can see the fact that you may not know everything you want to know about a topic, and you would like to know more about that topic, which means you have an open mind. You, you're open to different ideas, right? And reading a reading a book per, perfectly encompasses encompasses
0: that that notion. You don't even have to agree with everything the book says, because yeah, you're like, definitely. oh man, Daniel referenced Jordan Peterson, but Jordan Peterson's Christian. But you can still learn. <laughs> you, you, you you don't can have still to learn. turn off that aspect, but like you just gotta look away from, turn your head to it, and just absorb well, the information you can.
1: Well, well then again, well, well then again like if if you don't agree with the argument, right or if the argument challenges yours, now you have to go back to the fundamentals of your argument. What mm. makes your argument what makes your argument outweigh or what about your argument outweighs the argument that you're reading in the book right? What yeah. are the, uh, I tend to go down to the, the philosophical level. What is different philosophically about my argument than yours? Why, what about your philosophy? what about what what about your philosophy is it is it better than mine uh is it indicative of something better uh and and a lot of the time i kind of make judgments on whether arguments uh should be prioritized or not based on that philosophical baseline because people people think that philosophy is just like well uh i remember one time in my A-push class uh we were talking about uh america and um uh to what extent it was a a, a revolution and I said it was, uh, on a philosophical level, it was, it was extremely radical. It was extremely new. It was earth-shattering. Yeah. Uh, and, and to which one of my, my classmates responded, well, that's just saying that it's a thought that counts. Right? No. Is, uh, philosophy is not just, it's a thought that counts. I mean, literally, this ideology is, is so, but, but to them, this ideology of, of individualism is so second nature. So it's like a nature to to society. And I'm kind of going on a, on a rant here. But yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where was I? Uh, talking about uh, the, yeah, essentially, when you're reading a book, if you do not agree, now that is a chance for you to reinforce why your argument is better.
0: And I feel like if you still think your argument's better, don't let that, like, diminish the whole, nullify everything good the book says. Like, I know there are books, and sometimes I'll disagree with something they said. But that doesn't mean I gotta think the person's, person's stupid. Like when I was younger, and I heard someone curse, I'm like, "Oh, that person's gone. That person's a bum. That person's reckless." And I just didn't listen to them, and sometimes I missed out on a lot of good things. Now I, I also I th- like this. Oh, continue.
1: I think I think the signifier, of a good debate, is when, points are conceded on both sides. Like a right? Yeah. If at the end of the debate you still believe in 100 of what you contended in the beginning, and your opposition still firmly believes 100% of what she or he believes in, and that wasn't a good debate because yeah. the ideas weren't really exchanged. You should come cool. out of the debate uh, having a few reservations about your argument that you need to patch up. You need to leave the debate uh, taking, stealing some ideas that your your opposition has made. For example, I'm a debater for public forum, right? When the debate ends, when a judge has to make a decision, it isn't that the, is almost never uh, both sides having both of their arguments completely unscathed. You literally have to cross out. Right. You have to uh, remove any arguments that were firmly uh, refuted by evidence. And at the end, you get you you at the end, you, you don't get two at the end of the debate. You don't get two opinions that are exactly how it worked in the beginning. You get yeah. two two different opinions that were now beaten and tested, and maybe one argument will have this defining point that allows it to be the winner,
0: right? And it's like they think they go in and they solidify their argument. No, you're, you go in, and now your argument's changed a little bit. Your argument's a little softer, so you can mold it differently. And I remember there was this one episode of Looney Tunes. It's probably been said other places. And it's like, are you looking? No, what was it? Are you hearing or are you listening? Are you lo- are you looking or are you seeing? It was like, are you just doing it passively just to get back at them? Or are you actually listening to them for what they're saying? And also a strategy that works for me is adding a sense to your thought. Like adding a sense, to one of the five senses, not feeling or smelling, but like when I think of something and I was like, oh, this is completely correct. And then I speak with Daniel, even if we have this, even if we're agreeing on something, the fact that I'm speaking just adds another aspect. And me personally, when I'm messaging someone ideas and stuff, I could go on and on and on and act like I'm speaking to myself. Like, I could just write, like, a whole stream of text just because I'm seeing it, and now my brain's registering it differently. And, man, speaking is awesome. I don't know. I love speaking. And I love reading.
1: I love yeah. everything. I love people. Uh, uh, to, to, end it, to end it off a bit, because uh, my... My battery is starting to oh, yeah. Let's uh, deep a bit, but uh, a bit, but um i think I think if you go into a debate and you have no intention into sh- uh shifting your ideas to 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 take on uh new new propositions, then you're not you' you' you're you're definitely not living in the spirit of of enlightenment ideals, the idea of of objectivism. Uh, The idea of facts comes first and then theses theses come out of facts. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, It's almost like you have an agenda to prove And I I think we see that uh, mainstream, especially with the Kathy Newman, for example, the Kathy Newman interview with Jordan Peterson. She didn't she didn't go in uh, uh, wanting to to learn something new. She went in with an idea. All right. Uh, With with an agenda. And today we we kind of live in, a, in an age of narratives, right? This is one of the essential ideas that I will uh, go into de- greater detail within my book, but uh, we're living in an, an age of narrative, not objectivity, right? We are living in, the, right now, we are living in a time of storytelling where instead of f- collecting the facts and it coming from a, a, a consensus from there, People want an ending to the story. They've already written the ending of the story, yeah. and all facts that do not help us get to that ending will be discarded. And only, uh, only the facts, the the quote unquote facts and uh, propositions that allow us to reach that uh, ending of the story will 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 stay. And that's how you get uh, a mainstream media that refuses to to that that sometimes leave out certain facts but two to completely lying to the American people. Uh this is how you get a social media who that, that end up becoming that ends up becoming echo chambers instead of a, a place for truly truly uh truly uh engage to tr- tr- truly truly being an engaging
0: uh place uh for, for ideas.
1: Yeah. And- uh, essentially.
0: For everyone listening, man, I suggest you try these things because we're at a point in our lives when we could create habits like this. I'm snapping, by the way. And you could start off as Daniel was saying: when you want to wash the dishes, just do it. When you want to pick up that sock, do it. When you want, when the floor is dirty, sweep it. And when you develop these habits so young, you're gonna be so happy that you did it when you're older versus if you didn't do it when you're older because as what I've seen and what I've heard, things are a lot hold, older uh, harder when you're older. I don't know how much I believe it. I do believe it, actually. And I just I don't want the youth to be wasted on me. I know all old people say, oh, the youth is wasted on the young. And I just want to say it's not wasted on me. Not that I'm <laughs> prideful or anything. But my thing is I, I don't want to waste what I have. I know I'm at an advantage position. I'm privileged to be young. I'm privileged that yeah. I am currently young, that I have steroids running through my veins, natural steroids. I have neuroplasticity. I'm on nootropics all the time, figuratively speaking. And, man, we're just so lucky, and I don't want you guys to waste it, especially during this time. I know if if it was regular time, you'd be like, oh, I got to hang out with my friends. You're not letting me hang out with my friends. Bro, I know what you're doing because I'm doing it. On your phone, I'm on my phone watching YouTube. I'm watching YouTube, sleeping. I'm sleeping. Going for walks and then being like, uh, I'm going to listen to a podcast and listening to music. Man, we have so much free time now. I know before you were like, mom, I don't have time to work on that. I have schoolwork. Bro, you don't have as much schoolwork anymore. You got time. You definitely
1: so, have time now. Just
0: do, uh, what you gotta do.
1: I mean, yeah, ultimately, to summarize, I, make, try, sure try. You make, make sure you develop those habits, especially reading, reading and doing what you need to do at, at the time. And remember that you have to go in, into different conversations with an open mind. Uh, mm-hmm. this, is, uh, this, is, this is essentially a too long didn't read, right? Make sure you go into a conversation with an open mind. That's something that Americans tend to forget, right? Ideas aren't you, you aren't your ideas, right? You're Ethan, you're not what you believe, uh, you're not your beliefs, what your beliefs yeah. are on capitalism. Uh, and uh, remember that we are living in an age of narratives. And essentially that's chewing away at the fundamental structures of what makes our society so great, objectivism, right? Uh, seeing the facts, understanding what the facts are, and then uh, 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 joining a consensus, right? Because remember, there are people who have agendas and if the facts do not fit their narrative, they will drop it.
0: Uh, I'd I, I like,
1: like, like to thank Ethan again for this opportunity.
0: Of course.
1: Right. Uh, And hopefully we can do this again. Definitely. Many times. Um, Many times. Definitely down to doing it again.
0: Guys, I know Daniel and I are probably hypocrites. We probably go against what we say sometimes, but we try not to. If you're a fly on our wall, you'd be like, hey, Daniel, you didn't go into that conversation with open mind. Hey, Ethan, get off your phone. You told us to get off our phones. Man, we're not perfect either. But nobody's perfect but we know which way is perfect so let's just try to go that way of course we're gonna go off path it's yeah nothing. obviously
1: obviously we, having highs and lows is 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 a human thing right there are days when I'm not a producer there are days when I'm a consumer right there are days when I, where I am not getting as much done as I I, I would like to 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 get done but You're not a robot that, that's that's how that's how it works right we're not robots right uh so if, if you if you're not make sure you are hard on yourself and make sure you're actually getting things done do not just use the exclusive highs and lows just for you to like you know do whatever you want every single day but understand when if there's a day you do not keep up or something know that maybe maybe you've you're almost reaching burnout and make sure you bounce back make sure you yeah. don't enter burnout right uh because then you'll be out for way longer than you would like to uh and you know bounce back right away Sometimes and
0: that. what was I going to say? Um, yeah, don't confuse fatigue for laziness, as Daniel said. Sometimes you're burning out, and sometimes you just don't want to light the candle. And so, all right. So I'm going to wrap this up right here. Amazing conversation, Daniel. I'm glad to have you on. Have a good one. All right. Thanks yeah, for listening.
1: have a good one. Have a
0: one. Thank you for listening to the OK Zuma podcast by Ethan Castro.